0: Let's go back there. Go back there. There? Yeah? Let's read it. If indeed, let's see if dispensation now, Add economy or stewardship. If you heard of the, the economy of the, which was given? Oh. So God gave Paul this grace. For who? For them. Right? Or for us. But in that instance, it was for, for them. So Paul says that God has stewarded to him. He has committed, entrusted to him, grace for them. Alright? That That means that whatever grace that was had a specific agenda, a specific purpose to fulfill. And Paul tells us what that grace actually was given to him for. Right? Let's read it. How that? By revelation. So the grace that was given to Paul, the stewardship of God's grace that was given to Paul, Did what? Gave him revelation. Gave him? It's important for you to understand this. It tells us something. That God's revelation of himself, of his kingdom, of his ways, of his works does not work or does not come unless there is grace. So if a man cannot give the revelation of god to god's people there is no grace facilitating that operation you see that so you watch on tv a man is quoting the bible preaching the bible but there's no revelation let me ask you a question the bible was not distributed to a few right it was made available for everyone correct It was made available for everyone. So why then do you need somebody to announce or to expound or to explain the Bible to you? Is it not that we have the Bible as our possession and we can get access to God through the Bible? You can read the Bible and understand everything about God, right? Why do we need a man or a woman to stand in front of us and teach us? If we have the Bible, and if the Bible was enough, come no. Eh? Why? Because we should all be chilling at home, right? Knowing God for ourselves. Because we have the Bible. We have the the Bible. So why is it that even after we have the Bible, we still need to be taught? Why? Because God did not give the revelation and the grace. But that let's dig deep into this. Then really, God would be unfair. Don't you think? Honestly, he would be unfair. He gives you a book, right? And he says, everything about me is there. And then, he does not give you the grace or the revelation to know or really understand everything in there. So he gives you a Bible and he says, find the church. <laughs> why does God, why does God do that? Sorry? Why does, yes ma'am. Against the, the mysteries of the inside of you. The mysteries. The of you. Oh. Yes. Yes. God does not give you mystery. He gives you Bible. But then, he gives others grace to access mystery for the purpose of making it known. Why does he do that? Why does God choose to operate in such a manner? It's called the economy of God's grace. Do you understand that? Do you know what's an economy? Yeah? Do you know what's an economy? What's an economy? You don't know? Dictionary. Know how it is, right? Economy. Somebody type economy in your dictionary? Let's find out. Maybe I must buy a dictionary and put it there. What do you think? You agree? Okay. Economy. Type economy. Mm. the state of a country or region in terms of production yes and consumption the state of a country in terms of production and consumption of goods consumption of goods yeah and services. and services yeah and the supply of money and the supply of money so that's how they define economy right the primary function of an economy is to facilitate transactions of any kind. The primary function of any economy is to facilitate and administrate the process of transaction. That's why in an economy we have markets, right? We have industries, Right, And in that particular industry, there are certain transactions that happen that are consistent with that industry. Okay? So when you think about economy, think about the place of transaction or the administration or facilitation of transaction. So in an economy, trade must take place. You understand? So when we talk about the economy of God. You must be thinking about how God facilitates, because this is the economy of God's grace, how God facilitates his grace, how God distributes his grace. Are you following me? So he gives us a Bible, but then we still need those who are grace to provide mysteries. Almost as to suggest that Paul didn't need any Bible to deliver mystery, to deliver revelation. Are you following me? It was not written anywhere that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's why. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He says, but my father in heaven. So, revelation is the ability to to withdraw from the reservoirs of God's revelation and transmit. So, in the economy of God's grace, a man who is graced by God to give revelation, to give mystery, should be able to have the ability to transmit Dead grace or that revelation or mystery you following now. You understand? Let's read it. So, God gives you a Bible, but the Bible doesn't give you mystery. The Bible doesn't give you revelation. Why? Revelation in what sense, Pastor? How could Paul deduce that Isaac and Ishmael were spiritual and physical Israel? How did how does he come to that conclusion? <laughs> how does he come to that conclusion that that Isaac and Ishmael were typologies? Of the Israel that's here. And the Israel from heaven. How, how does he come to such conclusions? And he uses scripture. He says the Israel here is bound. That one. The mother of us all. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. You understand? So, so, so there is no way. Like Jesus said it is the spirit that gives life the flesh profited nothing so there is no way a man for instance remember remember the 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 eunuch from Ethiopia in acts and the spirit said to Philip join that chariot remember say join that chariot join that chariot And then when he found him there the guy was reading isaiah but he didn't understand the thing and then he began to expound that the scriptures were talking about jesus and all of a sudden his eyes was open remember after jesus resurrection how jesus was walking with the two men and then realized that it was jesus until they were sitting down and breaking bread and their eyes all of a sudden were open and they realized we were walking with Jesus all this time and before their eyes it disappeared. What had happened? They had come into revelation. Revelation is when you see something for what it truly is. It is not only an uncovering but a manifestation. So he says you need grace for that how that by revelation he made known unto me do you see that by revelation he so whatever paul is writing you see one of the most beautiful things you see in the bible paul is paul is not part of the 12 apostles he's not part of it he'll never be part of it hello Paul is not part of the 12 apostles. Are you following me? Now, the 12 apostles are those who will sit on 12 thrones. Paul is not one of them. The 12 apostles are those whose foundations in Jerusalem have their names on it. Paul is not there. He's an apostle, but not in that category, not in that rank. You follow? But there is something that Paul is that none of them will ever be. Hmm. Paul is what we call a foundational prophet. He, he, he had been entrusted with the formulation of New Testament doctrine. Hmm. Paul writes, establishes New Testament doctrine. It comes from Paul, not Jesus. Paul. Hmm. Paul is the author. Of the new testament doctrine how did he get that hmm. you you must you must understand something about the bible right the bible is not uh but again is not uh old testament and new testament are, are, are you following me are you following me the bible Has is pre-Old Testament and New Testament. So when you read Genesis, Genesis is not part of Old Testament. Any everything in Genesis is not part of the Old Testament. Are you following me? So whatever happens in Genesis has has an original tonality in us understanding God. So there is what we call the law of first mention. And every truth in the bible that you find anywhere you find it in genesis for instance the principle of tithe, genesis it started there it didn't start with moses you follow then you have old testament old testament really is old covenant right so the old testament didn't really begin until god signed that document the ten commandments before that they were not living under any testament are you following me so from genesis exodus in the wilderness until they signed that is pre-testament because there was no confinement to a contract until god said come up let me write to you the law that's when the old testament began right And the foundational prophet there, who formulated that, was who? Moses. So Old Testament is everything that has to do with Moses and the prophets. New Testament, Apostle Paul. You following? So he's letting us in. To what really got him that job. And following? What really got him that job? Was not his holiness. Was not his righteousness. He said it was the economy of the grace of God. It was the economy of the grace of God. And how that by revelation by revelation he made known unto me the mystery so without that this uh, distribution or stewardship of that grace paul could not go into the bosom of god's mysteries and excess whatever god gave him read it how that by revelation, revelation Apocalypto, yeah He made known to me the mystery. Yeah. As I have briefly already. Yeah. By which, when you read, by which, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery. See, the, the word is not knowledge. The word actually is understanding. There. All right. The word there is understanding. It's sunesis. Okay. Sunessis means the ability to mentally put things together to construct an understanding from the body of knowledge that is available. So, how that when you read, he says, I've briefly written, it's not all that Paul knew is not all that he wrote.
1: Hmm.
0: L- you understand? All that Paul knew, for instance, he says, I was up there. In the body, out of the boy, I don't know. I heard things which is not lawful for men to speak. He, did he speak that? Did he write them? So he died with things he knew, but didn't reveal. Because he was to write the epistles in such a way that men could really understand what is this mystery and then delve into it themselves. So when you read the, the epistles of Paul, they are an incomplete body for another day. So read that you may know my knowledge or understanding in the mystery of Christ. So so he had an understanding in the mystery of Christ. Let's read, brother. Continue. Which in other ages. Which which in other ages yeah? was not made known. The sons of man. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at grace. Look at the power of grace. Look at the power of grace. Grace migrates ancient or eternal wisdom and migrates it into the spirit, localizes it into the spirit of man. He says in other ages, in other aeons, it was not made No, He says it was hidden where? In God. So nobody, the angels did not have access to this. Other civilizations did not have access to this. It was only in the dispensation, in the economy of grace, that now everybody, so the Jews knew about this revelation the same time the Gentiles did. And in fact, it was Paul who was sent to the Gentiles. So this th- mystery really was revealed to the Gentiles first and not to the Jews. Hmm. A story for another day. Hmm. Read them. As it, now been As it has now been revealed by? By the Spirit who is Holy Apostles. So the Apostles and Prophets are actually custodians of mysteries. So if a man says he is a prophet or an Apostle, He must be a custodian of mysteries. You follow that? He must be able to access the treasuries of secrets and minister to men. Any true apostle, any true prophet who does not have that ability or that capability cannot be regarded genuinely as a prophet or as an apostle. Because the Spirit says he has revealed it to his holy prophets and apostles. What? The mystery. Uh, yep. That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs yeah. of the same body yeah. and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Shh, that's deep. Hmm. You don't know that. Oh. You 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 know why we we still haven't understood? Because we have not had men who have had access to this knowledge. The day the fivefold ministry rises, the day the fivefold ministry grows, the body of Christ would be the most formidable force on the earth. Thing is, we still have babies in the pulpits let read. Of which I became a minister. A title doesn't ensure that you're, you're mature. Let's read. Of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God. Listen to Paul. He says, I became, I became a minister. I became a
1: minister.
0: I became a minister. I became a minister. I became Oh, do you know what a minister is? Yeah. Notice Paul is not saying of which I became a prophet, of which I became a apostle or a teacher, it says of which I became a minister. <laughs> oh, do, 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 okay, the word minister there refers to one who renders a service. Paul in Corinthians says something. He said, we are ministers of the spirit. In other words, we service the spirit to man. So if he says we are ministers of the spirit, that must tell you that Paul and whoever he was with or whoever fitted that category had the ability to transmit spirit. Are you following? So he could give spirit jesus said the person of jesus says he is the the life giving spirit do you understand that so he was jesus was a minister of life so he could minister life do you understand he could minister, he could impart life so he says of which i became a minister. Read. According. I became a minister. According to. The gift of the grace of God. Yama gite kai. The gift. A bestower. A gratitude. Of which I became. A minister. According to the gratitude. Of the grace of God. Now I want you to. This is what I wanted you to see, and then we're gonna worship God. All right. According to the gift, the gratitude, or the bestower of the grace of God. So God bestowed. Hey, just. God bestowed upon Paul as a gift, grace. To become a minister. Now you. Now you see it, right? Now you see it, right? You see it, right? A minister is not one who knows his Bible. (laughs) Hello. If that is the case, that would mean that for God to call a man, that man must know the Bible. And God doesn't call a man because he knows the Bible. The spirit in the man Oh, I can tell you about a man of God who had never went to school. Hi. How are you? Everybody, hi. (laughs) Never went to school. Never went to, didn't know how to read. Didn't know at all. And then God called him. The highest grade he had was grade two. And God called him. He knew the Bible better than any human being in that generation. I can tell you of Finnish Dake. Who knows Finnish Dake? You know Dake, the Dake Bible. Finnish Dake. The guy was praying one day, and God gave him the gift of knowing the Bible. And he could quote the Bible from, he could take, he could comma. Full stop. He knew where it was. He can tell you. In the beginning, it's a comma. There was a time you were sitting in the interview and you was giving the entire uh, Genesis chapter one, and then he says, "Oh no, I forgot. Let me go and tell you where the commas are." <laughs> you, you can't. You can't get that from memorizing Bible. Yes, so you don't become a minister because you can gobble up and. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry is a functionary of the bestowal of grace. So when we talk about a ministry, we are talking about the nature of the grace upon that individual. Not upon the body or the organization. No, upon the individual. It is from the individual that every single thing comes to fruition. So he says, of which I became a minister. A minister carries out ministry. You understand? And a ministry is not one that goes from place to place preaching. Uh, uh, it's not what Paul is talking about. The problem is that the body of Christ is still as it, as, uh, at its infancy, not even at, uh, at its teenager state in revelation and knowledge. So he says, of which I became a minister. So what was the ministry of Paul? To reveal mysteries. the basis of the grace of God. You follow? You follow? So he says of of which I became a minister according to the bestowal of the gratitude of the grace of God. Now listen to what he says. Yeah? Given Given to me. Given to Given to me how? Through. Just say through. Yes. Given to me? Through the effective working. Through the operation. Through the operation of his power. (laughs) (laughs) Through the... He says, God... Is that confusing? It may seem. But it's not confusing. God gave Paul the grace to be a minister right he says by the operation or through the operation of his power so the grace in a man's life operates only through the dunamis of god yeah does that now sound familiar so it tells you that any minister cannot be really effective in his ministry or his ministeration, unless the operation of dunamis is there. Pushing the man, really, to have what? Acquaintance with the spirit. So Paul says, this grace to be a minister that I have. Now, okay, let's continue reading there, and then I'll explain yeah, to me, who less than the list of all the saints. Yeah, this grace was given. No, look at this guy. Look, look, look at this. He's still talking about this say this grace. This grace. This this grace was given. That I should preach among the children. it was what? It was given. It was given. It was given. How was it given? This grace was given. So it tells you that grace is a transmittable or transferable substance. It is impartable. If I can use such a word. Grace was given. That means grace can be imparted. Grace can move from one place or one person to another. Because Paul says it was given. He didn't say I was born with it. He said it was given. So there was a time he did not have the grace. So he says, God gave me grace. God empowered. That's what I want to look at this morning. God gave, imagine, God gave me grace. Uh, Luke 10, 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. and then I want us to worship God Amen Luke 10 verse 19 let's read I give you I give you what who's saying this so behold, I give you of the power Be- I give you. How is, he, how is he giving them? Behold, I give you the authority or the power I give you. Yeah, you're giving us how? Where's where's the the instrumentality of transaction here. How you're giving it to us? And Paul says, this grace was given. There is a science behind the operation of God. And by science, I mean knowledge. Are are you following? And Paul tells us how Actually God gave it to him. Let's go back to Ephesians. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3, you there? That same scripture to me who am the least. Oh, who am less than the least? Yeah. To me who am the least. Yeah. The less than the least. <laughs> so least. Let's read. To me. The less than the least of all the saints. This grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles, yes. So, the grace was given to preach among the Gentiles, what? Riches past finding out. The unfathomable, unsearchable riches of Christ. What are these things? What are, what are these unsearchable? Do, do you see the mandate or the scope to which that grace worked or operated in his life? So now, how did God give you? Chapter four Yo, Bra Chapter four, verse seven. Let's read. To each one of us, grace was given according. it is again, to each one of us. Now there is a way God gave Paul grace, right? And he says it was through the effective or the operation of His power. Then he says to everyone, "There is a way God gives grace." So there's a way God gave grace to Paul. There's a way Jesus gave grace to the apostles, or gave power to the apostles, then to each one of us in the body. There is a way God also gives grace. You're following me, right? And the way God gives Paul grace is different from the way God gives grace to each one of us. So there is a way grace is imparted to the custodian of mysteries. That is different from the way God gives grace to the receptor of the mystery. Are you following? You follow? So, <laughs> I don't want to lose you. Right? I hope I'm not losing you. Right? But I, I can't be losing because in the Bible, will, I'll just explain the Bible. So, Paul says, Paul says, Grace was given to me according to the operation of dunamis. Right? Right? it was gifted me according to the operation of dunamis here he says let's read it but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ but to each one of us so everyone grace was so grace is given to us but differently how is it given according to the matron the measure of How? So, it's clear. We know how grace is given to the Christian. Right? He says it is according to the measure of Christ's gift. He didn't say the Spirit's gift or the gift of the Spirit or the gift of God. He said Christ's gift. Let's read. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high... Now, now, notice what he says. He joins... He joins the the measuring of grace to what he says here. Right? Therefore, when he... ascended on high... He gave... Yeah? Wow. Read it again. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high... He led... Wow! Do you know what that means? Do you know what he led captivity captive? Do you know what that means? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. It's, he led captivity captive. What? What? What is captivity? Hello. It's not those. It's where. <laughs> yes captivity is the a is location so he held captivity captive then you can't tell me that Jesus went down to hell as a, as a prisoner when was he, when was he unlocked uh, freed and then when did he let captivity captive that makes sense right and again again the bible clearly tells us that he had a parade on the cross was a parade the cross was not a moment of defeat remember he disarmed them and rendered them inoperative by nailing them to oh so how does he parade victory on the cross and then goes chained into hell no impossible So the reason why it goes to hell is to do what? Is to free those who are held captive in captivity. So whatever place that is. Right? So it tells you something about hell. Hell is a prison. Hades or Gehenna or whatever is a prison. So Jesus freed those who are in captivity. And then he held captive captivity in other words he became the warden of hell yes is he not the one who said i am he that was dead but now i am alive forevermore and i hold the keys of death and what he didn't did he say i hold the keys of death and life <laughs> uh-uh. he said i hold the keys of death and ladies he led captivity captive. Yeah, listen please. Now you understand, right? Yeah. He gave gifts to so it tells you something. He, he, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to man. Jesus, not the spirit. Are you following? Jesus, not the spirit, not God. Are you following me? Are you following me? So, he, he, he frees them, and then he gives man gifts. Now, the question we must ask, because it is, it is according to the measurement of those gifts that grace is given to you. Who then, or what then, are those gifts? Because the gifts that he gave to man must carry out the same objective, that Christ did. In other words. They must be able to liberate man. You follow? Because. The, the basis upon which. Gifts were given to man. Is on the. Platform of him doing what? Leading captivity captive. So. These gifts. we must find out. Let's read. He ascended, what does it mean by that he also... First descended to the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far from all the heavens, that he might fill all things. He lived there, it's not supposed to be filled, it's supposed to be fulfilled. No? Mm-hmm. Because to fill next. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to fulfill, to complete, to make an end of all things. You follow, right? Yeah. So 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 notice, notice, right? Notice what Paul does here. Notice what Paul does here. He tells you that each one of us grace is given according to the measure of Christ's gift. And then he gives us a scriptural reference. So when you read, he led captivity captive. All there is not Paul. All there is Psalms 60 something. It's not Paul, so you remove that, right? Remove that verse, let's, let's put it on the side for a moment and read, but he himself and unto each one of us. You follow? So the reference is for contextual understanding, right? Now let's read seven and let's skip the, the part where he's quoting a scripture and let's read, read, but he himself, you understand, right? Let's read, please. But, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Yeah. And he himself... There you go. There you go. You saw it? You, you saw that? But, but, but to each one of us is grace given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. And he himself gave, yeah? Yeah. See, I have a problem with to be, I have a problem with it, I have a problem with it because you, you read there, it's italicized, right? Anybody who to be is not italicized? Yeah? It, anybody who's to, where to be is, is not italicized? Lift up your hand. Everybody is italicized, right? It tells you it was added. That means it's not really supposed to be there or the scripture can maintain its integrity without that particular inclusion because it's not there in the original script so let's read it without to be let's read and he himself he himself I don't want you to miss that he himself all right he himself not through himself (laughs) did you get it him let's read he himself did what oh there now 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 something begins to click because it is agreeable with what he says in verse seven in verse seven he says to each one right to each one, he gave grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. So now in, in that verse 9, he, he goes into the distributions of that those gifts. So he says, and he himself gave some apostles. Oh, wait. Now the meaning changes. Do you see that? Because if you read it to be, it will mean he gave never to be an apostle. He gave... Uh, Mike to be a prophet he gave Chris to be an evangelist right but when you begin to say he gave some you are changing the entire meaning because now it no longer means he gave Neo to be an apostle but he gave now an apostle you following he gave now an apostle he gave that three a prophet He gave that ten an evangelist. He gave that six a what? (laughs) Now you see it. Because it is impossible that he would give everybody. That's why he said he gave some. Not everybody will have an apostle. Not everybody will have a prophet. But it doesn't matter. Because they all fulfill the same objective. Are you following? So God gives you grace in accordance to Christ's gift. So the gift that Christ gives you to impart that grace to you must be compatible. You understand that? With the blueprint of your destiny. Because grace, the gift of Christ must always be compatible with God's destiny to you because God gives grace for what? For a mandate. The impartation of grace is always for a mandate. Here he's talking about the grace for life, the grace for destiny. So grace is given to you but it is in accordance with what? With the gift of Christ. So so that means some will have apostolic grace. Because it's measured according to the gift. Some will have prophetic grace. And some will have all of them. So God gives the layman, the the one in the body, grace differently from the one who transmits it. The one, to each one, that each one must have grace according to the gift. This one, the transmitter, must have grace according to the operation of dunamis. So, my grace is not dependent on your grace. But your grace is dependent on my grace. Is how he structured his kingdom. You follow? So, anybody who's not called into, that's why That's why Paul says, no man takes this honor upon himself. The grace that any Christian has is measured by the gift that Christ gives you. So the, the gift is the ministry. Are you following me? The gift is the ministry. Or rather, the minister. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. So if I want to increase grace, the metric of that increase, the instrumentality of that increase is the gift, is the minister, is the office. If the minister wants to increase his grace, the metric is who? The metric is dunamis, is the spirit. You follow? So, no man can ordain you to be an apostle, to be a pastor, to be a teacher, except the ordination is already from the eternal. A minister does not need any human reference to his grace, it's biblical. He does not require any human reference to the grace God has given him. The reference is what? The reference is what we call the the credentials of that particular grace. If he says he's a prophet, he must be able to exude the prophetic office. If he says he's an apostle and he told us, That the foundation of an apostle and prophet is his ability to expound and reveal mysteries. His Bible is not me. It's not me. Moses said to God, who shall I say sent me when I stand before Pharaoh? Why? Moses was looking for human reference. God says, no, tell him, I am that I am sent me. But, as for each man, their grace has a human reference. The grace of a normal Christian, I'm not saying you're normal, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to use. The grace of a normal Christian has a reference to a man. The grace of a gift in Christianity has grace to a spirit. So, God transmits grace differently. The way he deals with a minister in the economy of grace is different from the way he deals with his children in the economy of grace. You understand that? So, the economy of God's grace is transacted through the medium of a gift. So, the gift then must learn... How to give grace to the Christian man or woman. The same way he was given grace. Now that's why it becomes tricky. Because some don't even know how it was given. Because some think think it was given by their papa. When their papa laid hands on them. Or their mama when they consecrated them for ministry so that's why they can be able to give the grace because they think the grace Papa lay hands on me and then you take a 5,000 10,000 Papa lay hands on me Paul says do I now do I now do I now do I now after what I have seen after where I've been, do I do you now suppose that I live to please men? Is if, if if I live to please men, I would not be a servant of God. Paul says it did not matter to me who they were. I heard they were pillars, but it meant nothing to me. He says this gospel. He says it came. As what? As a revelation to me. Now you understand, we are not the same. The one on the pulpit and the one on the chairs, on the pews, they are not the same. They may look the same, but they are not the same. They function from two different economies of grace. But then, how is the grace given? Give me piano there. Time to preach. Praise the Lord. Let's read. Ten nineteen. Ten nineteen. The same one we read. Behold. Hey, that was nice. How? Huh? Behold. Behold. Let's read. Behold, behold, I give you authority, yeah, to trample upon serpents and Behold, I give you authority to trample upon serpents and authority. Behold, so I said we are looking at the economy of grace, right, how really grace Uh, is transferred, is ministered, right, and Jesus says, behold, I give you the authority. I want us to look at how and who gives Jesus authority that he now gives to them, right, because we, we 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 we're trying to connect the dots, right? Because remember, the each one is at the end of the line, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so this thing is starts from up up there, right? So the each one is grace given, is at the end of the line. Okay? But we, we need to know how really the one who is supposed to give them the grace should do it right so there's no better place to learn from but jesus let's read Uh, matthew 28 you know it huh you know it matthew 28 oh i feel that blue way You there? Matthew 28. Let's look at it. Look at it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Matthew 28. Let's read it. All authority. Yeah. Yes. All authority has been given. Ooh. Now there's that thing again. Given. All authority has been? Given. Yeah. Which verse is it? Verse 18. 18. Verse 18. Overflow. Let's read again. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Jesus was sure about this thing. All authority has been given to me. So obviously we know God, right? But how did God give it to him? Right? How did God give him this authority? Swarad. I want us to look at because if you are, we understand this we'd understand the mystery or the secret or the key to transference or impartation right right because all this is about the giving of something right whether it is grace whether it is power whether it is authority whether it is gift Right? We need to know how it is given. Right? Let's look at something. Uh, Timothy, chapter 4. Hmm? First, yeah. I think so. I don't know. I know everything. He must know that. I only know what I'm told. Amen. So... If we are at the wrong place, blame the teller. Amen. <laughs> Chapter 4, verse 14. You there? Amen. Let's read. Do not neglect if this is you. Which was given to you by the prophets. Do not do do, 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 do do not do what? Neglect. Do not do what? Neglect. Do not do what. Do not do what neglect. Do not do what neglect. What happens if you neglect it? Sorry for another day. Do not neglect the gift which was given to there's that word again. I was like It was given to you. How? How? How was it given? How was the gift given? Through the laying on of cheese. So the gift was given through the laying on of hands. Wow. Is it through the laying on of hands is by prophecy. So the gift was given to Timothy. How? Through the medium of prophecy. Imagine a gift, a charisma, a gift, a gift entered his spirit through prophecy. Is the vehicle through which he gives ministered? So could it be when Jesus said, I give you authority. Could it be that the very saying of the word gave them the authority? Because we don't see Jesus doing anything extra after he said to them, I give you. So as far as he was concerned, the giving was done when he said, I give you. Are you following? You following? So, Jesus saying, I give you, was the giving. Do you hear? Jesus saying, I give you, was actually the act of giving. How did God give him authority? Philippians.
1: 2, chapter
0: 2 Ephesians chapter 2 verse uh, Philippians 2, chapter 2 Verse what? 5 or 6 or 7? Which one? Which one is it? Okay, read it Therefore God, also Therefore God. Therefore God, talking about Jesus right? Therefore God did what? Him. Wow, yeah? And given him. There is it again, and given him, yeah? The name which is above every name. Oh, wow, how did God give him? How did God give him? How, how can we find out how God gave Jesus That name or and every other thing. Tell me where where can we go to discover that? Where can we go? Hmm? To, To discover really how God gives. Where can we go? So we see God gives Jesus, Jesus gives us, Paul gives them, Paul is given. There's a giving, giving going on. But we, we really not need to know the modus operandi of this giving. If we're going to be benefactors, and if it's going to be advantageous for us, how is the giving done? So where can we go to really discover this secret or this key? Yeah, in the Bible. Where? Chapter... Okay, let's let, let's you 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 lead us there. Read that Hebrew chapter one for us. While he's paging through Hebrew chapter one, you think where can we go to find out how this giving 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 is is done is done? How is it done? We understand it's given, but how is it done? Hebrews, read it for us. Okay, read it. Yeah. I'm sure by now you realize. <laughs> I don't know. Where, really, just give me how this give me, this this scripture is gonna give me that. <laughs> I'm sure by now you realize. But let's wait for you to finish. <laughs> you can give up, you know, and take your honor with you. <laughs> Or read on and receive embarrassment. Choose. <laughs> you give up, right? You're an honorable man. Where can we go? Come on, come on, guys. Where can we go? Where can we go? Think. In the Bible, where we can really learn how. I took you to one place, right, Timothy? Right? He said, through prophecy it was given. So we, we need to know how God gives, right? Where? Come on now, Bible lovers. Come on. Where do you think we need to go, Mr. Isaac? Nobody knows? Come on, I'll give you one more minute. Come on. Just guess. Take a guess. Might took a wild guess. I said it to you in the beginning. Yes, please. No, no, no. I'm not talking about how you, your gift. I'm talking about how that gift is given to you. How it comes, goes from the hands of God into your hands. How is it done? The, is it by imparting? Yes, imparting. How? Imparting how? Because to give is to impart, right? So how is it done? So if you say by laying on of hands, I want you to, I want you to take me there. Find me one instance where something was given and the hands were laid on. You understand? Yes, you're right. So find it for me. Which one? Where? In X. Okay, please let's read X. You read X for us. X, where? Read it. Oh, there's somebody. Yeah? Yeah.
1: He said because they didn't
0: understand about the Holy Spirit. Okay. Then he laid hands upon yeah. them. That is when they received the gift. Oh, nice. Okay, nice, nice. Nice. Uh, yes, sir? I think when John laid hands he on to Jesus Christ. When, what did John give Jesus? When he, when he laid hands on him, what did he give him? He gave it to you. You must be confident with your answers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay, so that's how men transfer, right? The, The 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 that's a weaker way. It's not the God way. It's not it's not the divinely preferred way. It's fine. Is is right. Laying none of hands. Let's let's find it. Deuteronomy, last chapter of Deuteronomy. Last chapter of Deut. All of you are right, right? You're right. But we need to substantiate that, right? So Deuteronomy, the last chapter of Deut. Because I don't think God laid hands on Jesus. And I want God's way. Even if this, I, even though this is God's way, but there's a higher way. Because in when now those in after those after Acts chapter two receive the Spirit through the laying on of hands, right? But there's another part in chapter ten where Peter was talking, and they re- still received the Spirit. So laying on of hands is not the only know the best way to impart or to give. Ne? Don't forget that. Right? But we're gonna look it and see how it works, right? Where are we? Jude. Wow, Chris. Wow. First <laughs> nine. Jude 34 verse 9. Deuteronomy 34 verse number 9. Now Joshua, now the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom. Was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid hands on him. He's saying the reason why he was full of the spirit of wisdom is because Moses laid hands. That means Moses was himself full of the spirit of wisdom you see that so Moses transferred spirit he transferred spirit through the medium of laying on of hands he transferred the substance of spirit telling me and you that spiritual substance can be transferred spiritual substance is transferable. Such as I have, give I thee. Such as I have, you can only give what you have. Right? So in the kingdom of God, the economy of grace works through the medium of impartation and transference. So a man or a woman can receive more of the spirit, not via heaven, via transmittance from another man. You, you, you follow that you, you follow that you understand that that you you more listen the spirit of wisdom is a person is a personality yet he was transferred into another system into another man through the laying on of hands and i said to you it's not god's preferred way numbers You are full of what? The spirit. The man never said wisdom. He said the spirit of wisdom. So spirit is transferable. The spirit substance is transferable. Wow. Like, like, like Mambu said, when Paul laid hands on, those disciples, they received the Holy Spirit. So God, God within the human body has a system by which he can communicate to a man, something that is resident within another man, amazing, amazing. One of the reasons why says, do not be hasty to lay hands. Lest you partake of that another sin. So the laying on of hands. Is used to what? As a, as, a, as a conductor. To transfer energy from one source to another. In the spirit. Spiritually. Wow. But then there are other ways that God does this. The greatest man, be- the greatest and the wisest man before Jesus got his wisdom via a dream. The wisdom of Solomon was received in a dream. And in the dream, God did not lay hand on him. God said, because you have not asked for this, this, this. I give you what you ask and more. And it was done. When he woke up, he woke up as the, he slept as any other ordinary king. He woke up as the wisest man on earth. Hmm. One encounter in a dream revolutionized his life. Changed his life completely through a dream. A dream. God met him in the dream. But what's important is not the fact that he dreamt. is the fact that God was the one talking to him. And the medium that God used to transfer and deposit into his spirit, wisdom, is not the same way that God used with Joshua. With Joshua, he used the hands of Moses. With Solomon, he used speech. So I I, wish, I wanted to show you something, right? In numbers, ne? I don't even know where in numbers, but I'm just 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 kidding, <laughs> just kidding, all right? Praise <laughs> praise the Lord. Verse eighteen, chapter eleven, verse sixteen. Oh God Almighty, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers, over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting, that they may stand there with
1: you.
0: Then I will come down and... I will come down and... I will come down and... Will he continue? I will take off the spirit that is upon you and put the same upon so why does god need to talk to moses to take the spirit that is on moses and give it to them let's see the instruction gather them i'm coming down to talk to you and i'll take their spirit your spirit and give it to them okay let's let's find, let's see this thing you there you there Verse 25. Let's read, please. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took up the spirit that was upon him and placed the same upon the 70 elders. And it happened when the spirit rested upon them that they prophesied, although they never did so again. Now, did you notice something there? Yeah? God says, I will he came down and he did what and talked to him and talked to him and took how did he do that the answer is there between the coming down and the taking of the spirit something is taking place what's taking place god is talking so really the act of taking moses spirit from moses spirit and distributing it among the 70 elders Was taking place when God was doing what? So God needed to talk. To distribute. He needed to talk. To give the spirit of Moses on the 70 elders. Because the spirit. That came upon Moses. Came because God spoke to him. So, for it to be transferred and moved from Moses to others, it must also come the same way it came on Moses. God must talk. (laughs) So, unless God spoke, that spirit would not be distributed. Almost to suggest that spirit, more than anything, responds to words. Anything spiritual. Response to words. Ezekiel. I'm taking you to all these strange places. <laughs> but then, the, I'll take you to the golden one. If it, the, the, what do you call it? Huh? Uh, what do you call it? Ephesians chapter 38. I mean, Ezekiel chapter 38. There are a lot of, there are a lot of things in the Bible. So, Ezekiel, maybe 37, I don't know. Yeah, 37. <laughs> Are we there? The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by all of them. All around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. Look at the condition of these bones. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord God, you know. Again he said unto me. Notice the word in God uses, prophesy. He didn't say speak. He said prophesy. (coughs) He did not say speak. He said prophesy because to prophesy means to speak by inspiration. To speak by the inspiration of the divine. To speak by spiritual inspiration. So when God was saying to prophesy, it means God was going to tell him what he was going to say. Why? Because anything in creation only responds to one voice. The voice of Almighty God. So when a man prophesies, he is prophesying in the stead of God. It is as though God is speaking. That's why creation must obey when the man is prophesying, not speaking. Let's read. Prophesy. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, All dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. (laughs) against thus says the lord god to these bones surely i will cause breath to enter you and you shall leave see the problem with us and the reason why there is no response in creation is because we are speaking and not prophesying because the intelligence embedded in creation inanimate or animate object in biology or in the ecology of earth only responds to the thing that created it. You didn't create it. God did. So it can only hear and respond to God. So God is telling this man what to say. When he's saying what God is saying, there is an alignment of frequency. So the, the creature or the creation doesn't hear me. He hears God. So God must talk to give. He must talk to take. <laughs> We're not done. Don't worry. That says the Lord God. Surely i will cause breath to enter you. And you shall leave. I'll put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you. Cover you with skin and put breath in you. And you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied. As I was commanded. I prophesied as I was called. God knows the words that are needed to resurrect anything in your life. Because transformation only happens in the face or in the presentation of words. (sighs) We're not done. eh? I, I want to show you something here. And get literally, please. Uh, yeah, then I'll put my spirit upon you. Should live or place? What? word God says, right? Uh. I so saw I prophesied as I was commanded. As I prophesied, there was a noise. Ah, oh, now I wish I could preach. I wish I could preach this thing for you. <laughs> I'm just teaching. But I wish I could preach this. my God. Because. I wish I could preach this. Oh Lord. There was a noise. And suddenly a rattling, And the bones came together. Bone to bone. And indeed I looked. And the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them. But there was no breath. Also he said to me. Prophesy to the breath. He says prophesy. To the breath. Eh, Who is he talking to here? Who is he talking to here? Who is responsible for for the breath of God? Prophesy. (laughs) To the breath. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds. O breath. And breathe on this slain. God is telling a man to prophesy to a spirit to come God is telling a man to tell the spirit that is on the four corners of the earth to come to come to not as a request as a command it is as though through prophecy he's commanding the spirit of life prophecy Put a man on the platform of God. If a man can speak as God speaks. He is God. No doubt about it. He said to Moses. You are God. You are God to Aaron. He's your prophet. In other words Moses tell Aaron what to say. So all this thing. The breath came. Entered them. And they came alive all this took place through the medium of prophetic utterance so really the best way God gives Genesis and I don't want you to read your translation I want you to read my translation right the translation I gave you. We're reading that one. Amen. The translation I passage translation. We're reading that one. Take out that one. It's definitely not in your Bible. It's definitely not in your Bible. Amen. Read the one I gave you. You understand? Not the one in your Bible. Unless you t everything and wrote that one. Other than that, take out that one. It's in the group. So you go on your WhatsApp thingy. You search in the group. Go to search. Search. And you type Genesis. It will come up. Uh, There's a reason why I want you to read that one and not this one. Because this one has some irregularities. Amen? Remember, I said to you that there has to be and when God speaks, God speaks in consistently. Do you understand? God speaks consistently and the translators in, I don't know how you know how much you love truth. I don't know. But when you read Genesis chapter 1, you see a lot of inconsistencies and irregularities, especially in how God is presented as speaking, which when you really read Genesis, you realize God isn't really speaking the way that it is said there, Because in verse 26, 27, God is talking to man. Right? He's talking to man directly. So the speech of God in creation is directed to whatever object he's making or creating. He's not speaking in the third person. Like what it says in Genesis chapter 3. And God said, let there be light. God never said, let there be light. As if he was talking into air let there be, as if you are sitting like this thinking, let there be light, God wasn't talking that way because even in the Hebrew there is no such thing there as let there be light it does not exist what it should be there is be light mm-hmm. be light be light, okay, be light, who is he talking to? Because be light is personal. It means there is something God at that time is talking to directly. As if, let there be light, let there be light. And this takes away from the strength of the communication of the spirit. Because when you start saying that God said, let there be, let there be, let there be. Who is he talking to? Because the, the tonality of God in Genesis chapter 1 is personal. And you see, if you don't understand this, in your your entire Christian life, you will struggle. You will struggle. You know why? Because you you will end up using that communication even in your life. Oh, let there be joy. Let there be joy. Joy from where? Let there be money. Money from where? Let there be peace from where? And if if you read jesus if if you read jesus life you'll notice he never spoke about the waters the waves the trees he spoke to them please be still he didn't say let there be peace you understand that so when god communicates with creation is always personal he didn't say to moses let the tell, say, let there be water from the rock. You follow? So there's something terribly wrong in how Genesis chapter 1 was translated. It's terrible. It's terrible. And I want to show you how terrible it is. Because if, if you really see the way God really spoke, you would understand what I'm trying to communicate to you this morning. We there? Genesis. You found it? You don't, you don't find a word, That means you've never read it. You've never read it. You don't know what's going on. You'll stay that way. <laughs> Praise the Lord. First, God created heavens and earth. The earth became. The earth became because the earth was not always the way it was. You understand? For instance, Paul in 2 Corinthians says, God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. So God in Genesis 1, 3 is, is talking to the darkness. Because the Bible says, He told the light to what? To shine out of darkness. In a way, He was telling what? He was telling a portion of darkness to become light. You must know. First, God created heavens and the earth became a wilderness and empty. Tohu, bohu, right? And God didn't create the earth to be tohu, bohu. You know that. And empty darkness on the face of the... And the spirit of God was hovering on the face of the... Yeah, then God said, be light, light became, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible, then God said, yeah, listen to mine, be light, light became, is there a difference? Yeah, what's the difference? And there was light. As if light came from somewhere. Be light and light became you you can actually say that and darkness became light. Because it's consistent with the entire counsel of God in the Bible. So light became and God saw light and it was good. Right? And God divided light from darkness. God called light day. And darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So in chapter 3 God was doing what? He was creating a structure for creation. So it tells us that light is the quintessential element of creation. Quintessential means prototypical or uh, 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 preeminence. It's a quintessential element of creation. And get about the five elements. Water, air, light, what, 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 what. Oh, oh, light is not, is not included. But light precedes the making of what God did in Genesis. And I told you it's not the light of the stars. Because the stars only come in 14. Right? But I want you to hear God's tone. Till we get to verse 26 and 7. Ne? So we're going, we're going to do some reading. And God called light day. Then God said, Firmament. Be between the waters. Divide the waters. So he's telling the firmament what to do. As they, uh, 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 different from saying, let there be a firmament. No. He's telling, he's talking to the firmament. God is personal. Firmament. Be between the waters. Divide the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters, which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So even in the morning of the second day, then God said, waters under the heavens gather, collect into one place, dry land up here. See, now you can see how Genesis was flowing, right? And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. I still want people to tell me, how is the world a globe? When The earth comes from the waters. That's what I want to understand. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, earth, bring forth grass. The herb yielding seed, fruit tree. Earth, yielding fruit trees. Whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass. So God is talking to the earth. Telling the earth what it must do. Right? So, even in 13, there 14, then God said, be light in the firmament. So, here, here God said, be light in the firmament. The implication is twofold, right? It's either the law implies that he's commanding the sun, the moon, and all. He's talking to them to be light in the firmament. You understand? So, he's instructing the sun, the moon, and the stars to be lights. It might mean that. Right? Be light in the firmament. Right, Or it might mean that he's commanding the firmament to be the light. And I think it's the former. Anyways, that's up for discussion. Of the heavens. Divide day from night. Be signs and seasons and days and years. Be light in the firmament of the heavens and give light to the earth. And it was so. And why why do I believe God was talking to the sun and the moon? Because there was a man who spoke to the sun and the moon. And the sun and the moon listened to him. Right? Steep. <laughs> no? Then verse 20. So God speaks to the earth. He speaks to the firmament. He speaks. Can, can, we, go? can we go into it? Can we go into it? Yeah? God first speaks to what? To the darkness. Again? He speaks to the, to the darkness. Then God speaks to the firmament. Right? Then God speaks to the earth. Then God speaks to the Lights. Then God speaks to the waters. So all these components—that's that's where many get their elemental doctrine from. You know the five elements of nature. You know that one right? Uh, earth, fire, wind, air, and water. Right? That's where they get it from. So earth is a creator. Water is a creator. Darkness is a creator. (laughs) Firmament is a creator. Anyways. Then 20. Then God said, Waters bring forth abundantly. And multiply with living creatures. Birds fly above across the earth. Across the face of the firmament of the earth. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves. Which the waters abounded according to their Species. Did you see that? And he what blessed them? Oh, saying, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters in the sea. Birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Wow, wow. You still you still with me? You still with me? yeah yes, you still there yeah. okay verse 24 earth bring forth living creatures species cattle keeping thing of the earth species and it was so right and god made the beast of the earth god made the beast of the earth according to its kind cattle according to its kind and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind and god saw that it was good then god said make man in our image Ooh, it, No? according to our likeness and let them have dominion who's the, who is god talking to here make man in our image job the spirit of god hath made me and the breath of the almighty had given me life so god is saying to the spirit make man in our image he'll be talking to the spirit to make man in our image you follow ne you follow So, God always has references by which he works. He created the light in Genesis from darkness. The firmament he called forth, the dome, the earth to bring forth creatures, the waters to bring forth creatures. And then when it comes to man, he's not telling earth, he's not telling water, he's telling spirit. So man is the phantom of God. Right? So I can't dwell on that because that's not my major point, right? But it's deep enough. Over all creatures. So God created man in his own image, the image of God. He created a male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue, have dominion the fish of the sea of birds of the air, every living creature, right? And see, I've given you and so, 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 so forth. Verse 31. Then God saw everything. Then God saw what? Yeah, read it. God saw everything that he had made. And it was? How did God make it? How did God make it? Everything that he made. So speaking is the labor of God. So in the Bible says God rested from all his works which he has done. He was talking about what? The work of talk. So he made everything through speech. Through the construction of words. Now think about this everything that god made came as a direct consequence of what came out of his mouth god never lifted a finger to do a thing and he says that the man that he created should function like him we don't attain christianity i mean we don't attain perfection In Christianity. Unless and until. We attain perfection in our words. Because to be like God. And to function like God. We have. To emulate the constituencies of his function. And he operates by speech. So let me show you something. James 3. Quickly now. James 3, James chapter 3, let's read please, James 3 chapter 3, let's read verse number from verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. Yeah? If anyone does not stumble in word, oh, he is a perfect man. He, he. Let's go back there. Let's go back there. For we all stumble in many things. We all falter in many things, right? But if any... If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. Look at how God grades maturity. Look at how God grades perfection. He says, in your ability to construct words. In your ability to speak. Why? Because everything in creation revolves around it. Jesus says something striking. He says, if, 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 if you say to this mountain, be removed. And have no doubt in your heart. But believes in his words, in what he says, he will have what he says. He says, transformation in your life takes place at the point where you believe your own words about what you say. So anything in your life will revolve around the belief in your own speech. A man will have what he says, not what he wishes. something that there's the element of god in man from which he can exercise dominion and get the respect of creation so god's modus operandi is what is what Je- hebrew chapter one god who had sundry times spoken in diverse ways to, our, to us through our forefathers. To our forefathers by the prophets, as in these last days, spoken to us by his son Jesus Christ. So, if God is going to give you anything, you, you, you have to be attentive to what? To words. He says, My son, give attention to what? Let your ears incline to my sayings, because that is the mode of transformation and impartation. So any, any Christian, any child of God can get something to leave heaven and enter their lives through words. Through, but not just words inspired words, inspired words, so a Christian who is not serious about prophetic utterance, prophetic words, really can have no benefit of the kingdom in their lives, and that's the truth. We are counselled not to neglect that which was spoken to us. Because in it is what we need. I'm going to read you something, Isaiah 55. And then we're going to pray. You get it, right? Yeah, make quick now. Sure, Isaiah 50, <laughs> see, with invitation, you don't have to get emotional. Many times, you, you, you know, many times the emotion becomes the hindrance to reception. With invitation, you must be sensitive. There's a difference between being sensitive to the spirit and emotional. And there's also a difference in becoming sensitive and professional. See, with God, see, with, with the Lord, this, oh, bless the Lord. It's time to receive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah! Oh, you, you, you can be sure that that individual never received anything from the Lord. There is the attitude of faith, the attitude of faith, of hunger. Praise the Lord. But we did. I, I think I don't have time to deal with that today. To successfully receive from God, but that's a story for another day, right? Uh, what What did I say? Isaiah, right? Isaiah fifty-five. Isaiah fifty-five. You there? Verse 10. For as the rain comes down and snow from heaven. And do not return there. And do not notice this. And do not. So God is giving, is talking metaphorically, right? He's giving an, an allegory, right? But water the earth and make it bud forth, that it may give seed to the sword and bread to the. So shall my word. In other words, the word of God functions the same way the rain and the snow function. They leave heaven; they don't return. So the word God speaks never returns. To heaven. It stays with the one to whom that word was sent. Mm-hmm. Until it produces what? The fruit, the result intended to accomplish. You, you, you see that? So, so shall my word be which goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the things. So God is telling you that the word he speaks does not fail. Cannot fail. It's not in its nature to fail. Are you following me? Are you following me? So when you're dealing with God you must know that you are dealing with a very serious individual and God's word does not, God does not speak for nothing. You get it? God does not say it. God does not speak for nothing. God does not speak for nothing. So a man has no right to say God has spoken to me and then tomorrow turn and, and leave and think as though God has never said anything. To do that is to rescind. To do that is to draw back. And God said my soul has no pleasure in he that draws back. Wow. Wow. You can have in your life. Of all the investment of God in a ministry. Remember, ministry I'm not talking about the name of the church. (laughs) Ministry I'm talking about what? The grace that facilitates a minister's work. The grace that facilitates a minister's work. The spirit with which the the office works with. You can have of all that investment. If you understand the codes. The codes. The codes. And the primary way. And this is the most important way. That God transmits is through words. Not talking about prayers, talking about words, inspired words. Inspired words. The anointing of Jesus came because God spoke. The authority of Jesus came because God spoke. And all he did throughout his entire life, he spoke. To execute the mandate of God on him. The strength of any grace. The strength of any ministry, the strength of any anointing is in its ability to transfer from the deposits of God, the investments of God, to that or to where it should go. The absence of which or the lack of which will make a minister ineffective because he cannot be able to make men what God intends for them to be. Now you understand, if you want an anointing, if you want grace, if you want blessing, what you must go after, my brothers and my sisters, is, is, is one in whom the authority of God is bestowed. I told you about the blessing of Abraham, right? Remember what I told you, the blessing of Abraham is the ability to speak words. The ability to talk, the ability to bless. Look at Isaac. Look at Isaac. He blesses Jacob with everything. When Esau begs for something, he says, I have nothing for you except that you will be a slave, a servant of your brothers. Why couldn't he find any other blessing? Uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. Something will enter your life this afternoon. (laughs) Something will enter your life this afternoon. A man must know. You see, in order for a man to successfully or effectively impart, he must know what he's given. He must be sure. Peter said, such as I have, give I you. He knew what he had. I told you, in life, there are many ways to rise. There are many ways to get from point A to point B. Others drive to Cape Town, others fly to Cape Town, others may walk to Cape Town, others may ride a train to Cape Town. There are many ways, but the most effective way is by by the Spirit of the Living God. Not every pathway takes you to the same destination. It may look like it, but no. The pathway Lord took did not take him to a pleasurable destination. His final destination before his death was in a cave. your desire in life should be to receive words from God. You see, and the word of God is timeless. The word you hear today, you can still use 40 years ago. Because it does not lose its power. It does not lose its energy. The force which, listen, the Bible says he aborts all things by the word of his power. The sun keeps its circuitry today because God spoke to it in Genesis and it has never failed. God said, If I will break, if if I will break my covenant with the sun and the moon, then call me to attention. He has a covenant with the sun, a covenant with the moon, an unbreakable covenant. And guess what? He has a covenant with Jesus. He has a contract with Jesus. until the body starts seeing the governmental sector of the kingdom of god for what it is they will never receive the full blessing the full body of blessing from jesus christ men are gifts they are offices from which you meet jesus something is coming into your life this afternoon. Yeah. Promotion. There is the elevation of grace that the Spirit of God will impart on your life today. See, one of, one of, one of the, the, the purpose of grace is, 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 the, is the power to promote is the power to lift when God graces a man, He takes him from the murray clay, from the downs place, from the pigsty, and He places him upon princes and kings' highway. It's grace, it's grace. It's g- Many people say, Great, listen, grace is unmerited. In other words, it, we don't deserve it, but there's a price to pay for You pay for grace. It's an economy. Remember I told you, it's an economy. The days of doing things in your own strength are over. I say this by the Spirit of God. The days of doing things in your own strength, in your own power, by your own efforts, is over. Where God is taking you, your strength will not be necessary. Your wits will not be necessary. For God is about to deposit from the treasuries of heaven an abundance of supply of his spirit. God said, I told you. to defend yourself because that would not be necessary I am the judge and I am your counselor do you think you will lose if it's both the judge and both your advocate how can you lose how can you lose I've never lost a case better says the Lord I've never lost any case says the spirit of the living God leave your strength by the door there's a change coming Time will no longer cheat you of your blessings, says the
1: Lord.
0: It is words that change the atmospheres. And I speak words that will altercate your entire atmosphere. For the rest of your life, says the Spirit of God. I said Time will no longer cheat you from what I reserve for you, says the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: You will eat from where you failed you will eat from where you failed you will eat from where you toiled and toiled and toiled and there was no return I speak to the famine in your life and I command it to go says the Spirit of God and in its place I call for harvest I call for harvest I call for the corn I increase the corn says the Spirit of God NO FINANCIAL LACK in this house. The Lord said, your future is set in stone. Your future is set in stone. For I've spoken, I've went ahead of you, says the Lord, and I've furnished and fulfilled that which need to be fulfilled. if you have family members that you know need a miracle they need salvation they need deliverance i want you to lift up your hands right now under the sanction by the spirit of god there's an anointing coming upon you paul said Yes, Paul said to the warden, he said, Believe, believe, and you and your household shall be saved. You are, you are the reference point. You are the point of contact for your family members right now. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, every hold that Satan has over their lives every case that is against them in the courts of heaven every single agenda every single plan of Satan that has been instituted against them every sickness in their body every captive mind every captive body every infirmity every delay in the name of Jesus deliverance is sent on account of you says the Lord before the end of this year, you will see a change in their lives. Before the end of this year. Sit down, sit down, sit down, please, sit down, please. You can lift up your head because the anointing is getting strong and there are things we need to do with the spirit. I'm telling you before the end of this year, there will be a change in their lives. Yes, salvation has come into your household said the Lord. They are delivered. The day of promotion has come. I'm telling you the day of promotion. The day. The day of promotion has come. You will partake of the exodus of god's wealth of the transference of wealth from the hand of the wicked into the hands of the righteous the lord will sanctify and circumcise your heart to be a benefactor of this exodus taking place in the kingdom of god my god will give you wealth in your dreams God will give you wisdom in your dreams. The Lord said, it is time to take spoil. 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 Maliga Baha. Ekando Rupate. The same angel that gave Jacob the dream of changing unspotted and freckled sheep and gave him the wealth, transferred the wealth from Laban into his hands. The same angel is sent into your life from this day and he will give you dreams. He will give you dreams. He will give you visions. To topple and take of the spoil, says the Spirit of God. For the battle has been won, says the Lord. The Lord says, you must eat of the spoil. The battle is already won. And I will give you dreams, says the Spirit of God. I will give it to you in your dreams. Listen to me, listen to me. I hear this, I hear this. The Spirit of God is saying, I will use the dreams to help you override the algorithms of the market systems of this world, says the Lord and overriding of algorithms leparidos, yeah. Every way where there's unrighteous memons says the Spirit of God It is not luck, it will be grace yeah. Divine errors in the system Divine loopholes I'm opening Lepo Shanda Lega I told you, you entered a dimension where your strength will be unnecessary your wit will be unnecessary it is by my spirit, says the Lord Are not the seeds in a, in a fruit increased by me, says the Lord? Do I not make the tree a forest and a forest of fruitful field says the spirit of the living god yea it is i and i shall double and triple and quadruple says the spirit of god your monies your inheritance how do not worry i will do it i will do it i will do it says the lord when a man when a man is favorable in the eyes of the lord he makes even his enemies, even his enemies to be grateful to him. And that's what the Lord will do for you. That's what the Lord will do for you. This system is your enemy, but it will be favorable for you. Shaka tagamanda, rabando baha. I increase your net worth Be promoted Be promoted in the spirit To the place of honor To the place of glory There is grace There is grace release Hey 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 Your strength is not necessary. Listen to me. Your strength is not necessary. Your strength is not necessary. The Spirit has got it. <laughs> Under this anointing, everybody who has given their first fruit, I want you to stand up. I want you to stand up. Only those who have given their first fruit, I want you to stand up i if your barns were empty they are full now says the spirit of god if your storehouses were empty they are full now and this goes to every other person in this house they will give their first food to the lord If your barns were empty, if your storehouses were empty, there is much food, says the Spirit of God. I will even bring the quails of this world to feed you. I will give you manna you have not asked for, says the Spirit of the living God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Everybody who has given their tithes, everybody who has given their tithes, stand up, please. Stand up, please. Stand up, please. Stand up, please. please. If you have given... In your tides, this week, last week, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke every devourer. In your life says the spirit of the living God I rebuke every devourer every devourer every devourer is rebuked in your life says the spirit of the living God and I give you rest <laughs> I give you rest in your finances says the Lord and the blessing that came with Melchizedek falls on you Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You may sit down. You may sit down. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Now we're going to activate the grace of God in your life. The grace by which God has raised you up. Or seeks to raise you up. We're going to activate it. You're going to activate it. Hallelujah. Jesus said, He that believeth on me, out of his belly shall rivers of living water flow. There's a bubbling of the spirit. Just hold your belly, hold your belly area, hold your belly area, hold your belly area. You have learned this afternoon this morning how God gives gifts how God imparts grace how God activates how God Im, uh, improves how God promotes you have learned that God speaks to release he speaks to impart he speaks to give and God is going to speak a word that he's going to speak a word in a few moments and yeah, 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 yeah. And that which was lying dormant, that which you thought was dead, the gifting, the talents, the innate grace by which you came into the kingdom received, it will come on you. It will activate from your belly, from your spirit, from your innermost treasure. God's going to speak a word in a few moments thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus the Lord is calling back to life the Lord is activating all the graces all the deposits of His grace previous and current in your life and the lord says they will begin to work they'll begin to work the grace that i've placed in you the graces that i've deposited in you the gifts the spirit of god said i've placed in you they will begin to work from this moment on let it be so Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. On every man in this house. On every woman in this house. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let there be a resurrection. The Lord says. Of every calling. Of every gifting. Of every grace. The spirit of God is quickening. Is quickening. Is quickening. Is quickening. Is quickening. There's a quickening of the spirit. Karamandosa yes Lord, and I open every door, every door that's been shut, the door of life, the door of your destiny. Be open now. I know you're working. I know you're working in all Come in, Quiddy. I know you're working. I know you're working in all of all things. In all things. The Lord says it's not over, it's not over, it's not over, it's not time to give up, it's not time to give in, it's not time to give up, it's not time to give in. The Spirit of God is saying unto you, saints, not time to give in, it's not time to give up. <laughs> oh, God, go, go sigh. I'm he that turns back the dials of time. Time is in my control, says the Spirit of the Living God. Oh, oh. Oh, what the Lord is showing me is that no more drought. What the Lord is showing me is that you are you are leaving, you are leaving the wilderness phase of your life. You are entering in. Uh. Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I anoint this young man. You say that out of the fullness of Jesus Christ have we all received. And that a man. Can only give. What he has received. You have a purpose, an agenda for this young man. But time has betrayed him. Time has been a hindrance to the operation of God in achieving your objective in his life. but you can turn back the dials of time but first the Lord says I must speak to the altars upon which your name has been named and your destiny has been called and just as I sent the man of God to curse the altar of Jeroboam the Lord said i call my prophet to curse the altar against your life against your calling against the grace that i've placed upon you and the lord says from this day i unlock every door i unlock every gate that was meant to open for you you have been standing at the same door for a long time says the Lord but from this day everything is open God says the Spirit of God go, says the Spirit of God go with this my grace go with this my power and in the same way the prison doors opened without any effort from the Apostle Peter the spirit of God is saying. Every door will open for you in the same way. The doors to the cities. The doors to the nations. The doors says the spirit of God to wealth. The doors to excess wisdom. They will open. They will open of, of their own accord. Says the Lord. I anoint you. I anoint you. I anoint you bushakitu kupegite koshiba Rangoshala Branjele Brada Bagradizo Kopata. <coughs> and time will no longer betray you. Kronos will no longer betray you. For place you in Cairo, says the Lord. The set time, the fullness of time. Kosanda Bradi Saka Branda And the law says you will do, you will fulfill, you will accomplish, you that things that are ordained for you to accomplish is the spirit of the living God. For I've raised you for this purpose. You come here, come here, come here, come here. Wait, I've raised you, says the spirit of God, for this very thing. And I'll circumcise you to handle. Riches and wealth untold, says the Lord. I'll make you an administrator, a steward, says the Lord. There's that grace upon you coming. Come on your knees. awake sleeping prophet awake silent prophet and let all that I've shown you all that I've told you come to the surface says the spirit of the living God awake and I remove the blockages says the Lord I remove the hindrances says the spirit of God I remove the tie that has tied your mouth. You can speak. You can see. You can hear, says the Lord. You can speak. Yes, you can see. You can hear, says the Lord. For I open you to a new dimension of my spirit. See clearly. Speak accurately the tables have turned says the Lord the tables have turned they have turned in your favor says the spirit of God and you will eat 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 in the table I prepared for you says the Lord Ah! Samigote! Samigote! Come here, Mumbai. Come kneel down before the Lord. Sharabando pora sanda la gabradisa. Shanda barrosetele gabradia. Kneel here if you can. Labo pranda. The Lord says, You have not kept quiet from that which I have shown you. Yes, you've been faithful, says the Lord. And I open your eyes to a new dimension, says the Spirit of God. And I open your eyes. To a new dimension says the Lord and I place in your hands more capacity to handle more capacity to help and yes says the Lord even those you don't know the Spirit of God says I will give you eyes where in the moment of time your eyes will open and I will give you solutions to help them says the Spirit of God all is not lost says the lord all is not lost says your yeah 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 yeah. the next 10 years of your life will be spent in plenty says the lord will be spent in a land will be spent in a place in a large and wealthy place says the spirit of god you have given and given and given and given the lord says i will now give and give for the next 10 years Men from all corners of the earth will be sent to cater for your needs, says the Lord. nasika baba
1: yila.
0: kobo is the nail here let the nail come if she's here Arabarosa te labako hey hey yabarusan dalagra kapada da 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 mama 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 he larakarada la karya la 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 clap daradai shalam ang bagrita frastay paradagay The Lord says I'm reversing. I'm reversing. I'm reversing, says the spirit of the living God. There's a reversal in your life. And now, like an, yes, like an air, yeah, like an arrow in the bow and in the hands of the Lord. The Lord said, Now I will shoot you up. I will shoot you up I will shoot you up and your destiny and your life will begin to blossom says the Spirit I'm removing the defects I'm removing the defects I'm removing the defects says the Spirit of God and your years of shame are replaced by your yes 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 your years of shame are replaced by years of ultimate joy oh and the Lord says your night has ended your night has ended morning has come live in the day live in the day says the spirit of God for the night is past with its sorrows and the morning has come with its joys says the living God oh I reverse I reverse says the Lord Rando Shabaragata a everybody yes 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 whether the lord is talking to you personally or it is talking to you like this it makes no difference it makes no difference it is still the same spirit talking and the lord says i'm straightening your foot i'm straightening your feet I'm straightening the way you walk. I'm correcting your posture, says the Lord. I'm correcting your posture where you have been bent by the troubles of life, by the cares of this world. The Lord is saying, I am correcting you. I'm aligning the spine of your life, says the Spirit of God. And yes, you will walk not in a crooked fashion, but you will walk straight, says the Lord. You will walk straight, says the Lord. Galen coupes. Randolipes, It is not the time to walk aided, like you are unable. Says the Spirit of God. It is not the time to walk like you are a cripple. Says the Spirit of God. And I'm aligning you. Says the Lord. Oh. Impartations are taking place. Listen, I told you. There's no need for you to be ha- to be laid hands upon. No need for you to be touched. And the sound of the voice of God in this house. And the sound of the voice of the prophet of this house. There is impartation taking place. Restoration taking place. Says the Spirit of God. Many will lose in 2021. But you will not lose. You will gain. You will increase. Many will lose. You will not lose, says the Lord. You will not lose. you will not lose 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 lose. trust me says the lord you will not lose impartations are taking place God is giving into your spirit. God is giving into your spirit. Yeah, the power, the grace to override algorithms. Algorithms in the system. Algorithms in the marketplace. Listen. You are coming into a favor of the uncommon. You are coming into an uncommon favor. You are coming into it. The Lord by His Spirit is bringing you, planting you into the dimension of uncommon favor. What God will do in 2021 in your life is uncommon. Let me tell you, it's uncommon. He Rasigavamta, Rakosha Lai, and come on favor, and come on favor, and come on favor, and come on favor, and come on favour, and come on favour, and come on favour,
1: and come on favour, and come on favour, and come on favour and come on favour.
0: Come on safer. Listen to me and come on safer. Do you understand this? Wait a moment. Do you understand this? Do you understand this? It is the kind that will confound men. It is the kind that will confuse people. It will confuse people. It will confuse them. How? How could she? How could he? How? And come on! My God!
1: We take it!
0: Listen, listen Mike. They will ask why why you? Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you? That's the uncommonality of the favour. Why you? Every time you pray, you say, "Father, thank you, uncommon
1: favor.
0: Are you listening to me? Father, thank you. And come favor. My, 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 my. Why you? Why you? Why you? Is the favor that will cause men to ask. How come? How come? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Where I'm taking you, you don't need strength, says the Lord. You don't need strength. And listen to me. You don't even need connections. You don't even need a network. I am the Lord and I do this thing. Let's all stand. I am the Lord and I do this thing. Are you listening to me? And come on favor. Are you listening to me? And come on favor. It's yours. It's in your life. <laughs> Get ready. People that were told to you will be jealous of you. There will be jealous of you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us all sit down. Bring the. Hallelujah. Something has taken place. Something has taken place. Something has taken place. I hey, listen to me, Isaac. Something has taken place. Time will no longer be betray you. Time will no longer be limiting you. Time will no longer delay you. When, when time has been your enemy, the Lord says time has now befriended you. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna come in dreams. <laughs> It's gonna come in dreams. I'm telling you. Yo, just give me a second, okay? It's gonna come in dreams. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna come in while man slept. God will deep. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh Lord. You see, is is one thing, is one thing when God says it, that means the 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 components that must bring this thing to. Uh, Nomsa. Two of her sisters. One old, one young. One says while she was asleep one day. The younger one. She came to her and says. Nomsa. I dreamt. The numbers. Nomsa. We don't do that thing here. The Saturday. The Saturday, it played out. Every number that little girl, every number that that little girl dreamt happened. The, two weeks later, the older one came and said, I dreamt numbers. i number said, no, we don't. The Saturday, the exact same numbers came out. Who thought, who, who was telling them those things? Can, can it be a demon? Who was telling them? listen, the power to override algorithms is gonna come in dreams. They could have been millionaires today without human strength, but the Lord will bring that grace again. The power and common grace can come and buy, or you can speak from there. Oh, to me? Oh, yes. Okay, it's fine. Shut sure. come Uncommon faith. Are, are you listening to me, Pussy? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? You don't need your strength. You don't need your networking. God will help you. Many people will lose in 2020. But you don't fall part of that lot. Listen. You're the, the, <laughs> this world is your enemy. But the Lord will make it work in your favor. I see billions. I see billions. My God, I see them. Oh, we
1: have
0: entered another dimension. We have entered another dimension. Go, go, the angel showed Jacob how to turn unspeckled animals into speckled. He, he showed him how. He showed him how how in a dream the agency and operation of that angel is working here in your life today, now. Ronda Kila. I'm talking about a disruption in the be- oh Lord Almighty, Lord Almighty, Lord Almighty. Oh, the gold of the Egyptians goes to the Israelites. Mariakoshan. Favor and common favor. We're gonna, we're gonna break bread and share the communion of the Lord now. Father, we bless, we bless the cup, the blood of the New Testament. We bless the bread, your body which was broken for us. We seal whatever you have imparted in our lives this afternoon oh god we see the anointing we see the grace we see the sharing of spiritual substances of oh god into our lives and we receive everything we bless you we thank you that your blood speaks your blood speaks and your body makes us whole jesus we love you hallelujah you can give out the bread you can give them both out all right Give them both out and then don't, don't take them, don't eat. Make it eat because you're playing. And you can drink. Hallelujah. You feel this thing? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> you must start that thing, never Mum T. Let's get where must I start? Lord will help Oh Sharupe. Hallelujah. Mm. Bless Jesus. Strong, strong, strong. (laughs) Yeah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. That which God has deposited into your spirit. Be cemented. Be sealed. In Jesus name. Break bread. Break it and eat it. With the cup. We seal the work of God in our lives. You may drink. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord is done Amen is done Amen. is done <laughs> Believe Amen is done You believe Amen Is that just 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 a moment please just leave all those things will do Do it later. It's done. Praise the Lord. It's done. Take out your offering to the Lord. Time. The Lord. Thank the Lord with your offering. I know you do it for us too.
1: Oh There's
0: nothing too hard for you. Love that song. You can give <laughs> you. producer, babe. That produce our boy. That's happening. You heard the track? Oh, I love that track. I'm sure you forgot it. Né? <laughs> oh, what a track. Beautiful. Lord of all.
1: Some
0: mm. song, this one is the voice. This one is the voice. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: We <laughs> Ha Praise the Lord. Uh, you blessed, even though Joshua was filled by the spirit of wisdom. God still told him to meditate. It should tell you something. And it should tell you something. Amen. You keep that which was given to you. Keep it. Means give attention to it. You see? Give attention to it. If you can, you write all the words of impartation released to you. You write it down. And from time to time in your times with the Lord and alone you go through them, you meditate upon them. You stir your